You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. (laughs) Yeah, we can rewind this. It's really easy. Yo, 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 yo. (laughs) We're about to lose subscribers. (laughs) Boo. All right. Yeah, your your wife said she she can hear now. All right, good. All right, we're all good. We're live? All right, we're good. All right, here we go. Where should we begin? Should we we do it again? Nah, we're trash. Oh, shit. Wait, hold on. Allie's tuned in? Yeah. I appreciate it, honey. Aww. Much love, baby. That's real support. Yeah. She has no idea what we're talking about, but I appreciate the love a lot. That was definitely hers, though, this time, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Phil? Hit it again, please. Please hit it again. That's right. There it is. Let's go! Football time, Let's baby! Let's go, baby. It's August. Let's go! We're going right into fantasy football today. All right? First segment. Oh, that shit. Back, where's that background? Yeah, I hear that. Let me see if it's me. Is it still there? No, I don't hear it no more. Might have been me. Mike the Homer, man. Wait, tell me they didn't hear me say Lonzo Polidor. I hope I not. I swear to God. I hope not. You'll, oh. have, you'll have more opportunities. Don't worry about it. <laughs> ben Palante has entered the chat. Fucking deets. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is actually a lot of fun. <laughs> All right, we're going right into Let's get our it. first major fantasy football segment of the season. <clears throat> uh, the P&I audience asked for it. We're giving it to you, Paul's fam. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> um, buy or sell. All right, guys? Real simple. Everybody knows the rules. PPR. PPR. Let's go. All right, I'm going to ask you guys questions, and you're going to tell me whether or not you're buying or selling. All right? Fair and simple. Straight like that. Saquon Barkley will be a top five running back this season. Buy or sell? Sell, sell, sell. Oh, shit. Take the floor, Mikey. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, he didn't even know his name. It's Lonzo Paldor. Sorry. My fault. My fault. My fault. <laughs> Thank my, it, Lonzo. Fault, my fault. Homer Palante. My bad. <laughs> so, no, I don't think Saquon is going to be a top five back this year. I don't really trust Daniel Jones that much and that offensive line. Um, I got Dalvin, McCaffrey, Henry, Kamara, Chubb, Zeke. I think uh, all six of them will be ahead of him. Um, I mean, I've been on record saying it. I think he's just a tad overrated. 
I don't know how much I know that gets a lot of flock, but that's you as know, a that's, fantasy that's player idea. or as a player. Uh, there's a big difference, and you'd be better. We be, don't know that yet. You better be ready to back that up. Well, I get back at uh, his fan is his yards per carry aren't that good. He just has one big run a game. If you take away that big run, his yards per carry aren't that good. How They're many not running backs in the league can we say that about though? For real. But I don't feel like he gets them in chunks. Like you can get a running back like Zeke that can go get you ten. 12, 15, oh, I eight. can give you a reason. The Giants' offensive line is trash. That was the first thing I said. I know that. Oh, okay. I'm just reminding you, though. He's oh. a hell of a player. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm no, not that's saying why that. I was asking you. Is he, is he overrated yeah. as a player, as a fantasy player? A guy? fantasy so player. Saying, I'm saying as a fantasy player. He's, a, he's an awesome now, running can, back. I can get behind you on that. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, early shit. With this. Oh, shit. All right. I'm facepalming for myself. Yeah, I'm going to sell him. Uh, well, when he when he entered the league in 2018, he was number one overall um, in terms of PPR. And then 2019, he finished 10th overall. 2020, he got hurt last year. So um, the strength of schedule, he's 29th overall. I don't see, you know, him moving the ball like that, uh, especially top five. Now, I, I have a lot of uh, other backs that I think are going to have uh, big years over him. So... I'm going to sell on Saquon, but I think he'll be top 10. I'm surprised. I literally thought one of you guys would instantly say top five. No, we know what we're you talking about. You caught me off guard, but I'm selling too. Yeah. Um, number one, coming off the injury, who who knows how well that he handles all the carries. Also, is he going to start week one? If he's missing time, guys, it's going to be tough to be ranked in the top five. He may miss a couple weeks. I heard that he might start week three. Nobody knows, though. Um, he, he would need to start off like really hot. Like yeah. he would have to get like 200 yards a game for the first like two, three weeks he's back. So I don't know if that's going to happen. But right, and not nah. to mention, you guys already know I'm I'm down on the Giants. I don't think much of them at all. Um, I'm down on <laughs> Daniel Jones, and that offensive line is still trash. So yeah, they're middle of the pack. Um, yeah, I agree though. Probably top 10 running back, but health. I mean, look, I'm not going to say he's injury prone. It was it was definitely like one of those injuries that was not uh it wasn't soft tissue or anything it was just a major injury it was a one-time thing hopefully for him but um you know if they're gonna run him into the ground they don't have like a a great backfield behind him so if they're gonna run him into the ground i would be a little concerned uh, but volume is king so that does matter for fantasy players let's call him top 10 all right next guy ezekiel elliott Mike referenced a second ago, will be a top five running back this season, buy or sell? Sell. Uh, he was top five uh, three times since 2016. Uh, his strength of schedule is 27th overall. Um, the, the Cowboys have a plethora of wide receivers between Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, and Amari Cooper. Um, Dak runs the ball, too, as well. Um, I'm, not, I'm not big on Zeke like that, you know, um, so he's a sell for me. Um, I know you like him, right? Yeah, I'm buying on that. Um, I think he would be. I would put him at number five if I had to. Um, I think he's gonna have. Uh, I think he's gonna have a good year. Um, I think he's hungry. I think they were. He's heard a lot of shit that's been getting talked about well, all he, year. He did cut a lot of weight. I um, know. For all those people who watched Hard Knocks last night, yeah, uh, that was that was the premiere. I thought it was corny as hell, by the way. And uh, thank God the cow the Cowboys just a gift that keeps on giving, man. They are a laughing stock. So let They're me give win you the my, NFC East, though. Let me give you this, though. I'm selling, too. Um, sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear you're buying. You'll see. Yeah, we will. This ain't about Homer, Mike, okay? okay. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not what it's about, okay? 
I think that what we saw last year was a preview of what's to come. I think he'll still be a good running back for a couple more years, but the touches are catching up. Um, it's nice that he trimmed some weight because he definitely needed to do that. He looked like he lost some speed. Um, but otherwise, I think one thing that wasn't mentioned yet was I personally still don't think they did enough on the defensive side of the ball. I think this team's going to be in a lot of shootout type of games where they have to throw or come from behind. Paul's fam. I know Mike was thinking <laughs> it. I saw his eyes. I can actually see him now from this view. <laughs> Mike gave me the eyes. Um, but yeah, I think that they're going to be playing from behind more often than not. Just like last year. It'll open exactly like last year where they're throwing the ball a ton and they probably should with those wideouts. So that's a sell for me too. All right. But top 10, right? You guys would say top 10. I would say top 10 for sure. Um, but top five, nah. I, I have a lot of like running backs ahead of him. I got top 10 too. And Mike obviously does. All right. So there's your running backs. We'll have more of those on the way in future weeks. So we're going to move on to wide receiver. Julio Jones. Seems like nobody really knows what to expect here. A lot of differing opinions but Julio Jones will be a top 10 wide receiver this season. Buy or sell? I am a big believer in Julio Jones, so I'm buying. Um, since 2017, he was top 10 three out of the four years besides last year. Last year, he had a pretty crappy year. Um, he was actually injured, uh, injured too, as well. Um, the strength of schedule is 16th. Uh, I just like the potential, especially with A.J. Brown on the outside, uh, Derrick Henry running the football. I think it gives him more space. Um, in Atlanta, he didn't ever had a, like a legit running back to you know take the load off of him. So I think that he's not going to get double teamed as much. Um, and, <laughs> Mike. Oh this, is, oh, oh, this is how we rocking tonight? All right, cool. Uh, he's always <laughs> trying not to. He's staring at me. I literally looked up, and he's laughing. I, like That was not me, I swear. Yeah, no, nah, I, I think Julio's top 10, so I'm buying I'm buying also. Um, I echo exactly what he said. Uh, I think he's got a squad around him now. I think that it's going to be a lot more hard to double him. And with Henry in the backfield, it's, you know what I mean? They're just, the coverage is going to be, it's it, like I said, you're not going to be able to just crowd him and focus on him. There's a legitimate wide receiver one on the other side of him. So I'm definitely buying on that all day long. I'm buying too. And honestly, I don't think health's going to be an issue either. If he misses one or two games, I still think he's going to finish top 10. So that's that. And also, I'm going to throw out that I still think he he may be in the running for best wide receiver in the league. I don't think he's had a talent drop off whatsoever. I think that last year was an interesting year. Obviously, he was hurt slash playing hurt slash in a Atlanta horrible situation. Too. So yeah, I think sucks. that he was kind of looking out for himself. If the games were important, maybe things would be different. But the ability is still there. He might be the best receiver in the league still. So that's one. Uh, two, quarterback play, probably not much of a drop off. It might be equal. Matt Ryan and, and Ryan Tannehill might be equal at this point. Yeah, Tannehill, he's a, he's a baller. Titans offensive line's better, so there's that. And then, of course, yeah, the freed-up attention. I mean, I would feel more getting, comfortable with Tannehill over Ryan right now. Probably. I mean, honestly, he can he can get out of the pocket, too, so the plays aren't dead. You yeah. Know? Um, but I would say, the, like, obviously the, the biggest point, and you guys already said this, but Julio was getting doubled, tripled sometimes in oh, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So you can't do that anymore. It's impossible. Pick your poison. I mean, this offense is going to be lethal. I mean, their only question is really defense. I know point. we're not going to go into that, but really the, the offense could be lethal. So I'm buying the hell out of that. 
I thought somebody here might say no, but turns out you're all smart. <laughs> all right. So moving on. Amari Cooper will be a top 10 wide receiver this season. Buy or sell? I'm selling on that. I think he's going to flirt with it. He'll be around that 10 range. But in my opinion, CeeDee Lamb is the wide receiver on that squad. And he, uh, Amari Cooper does have some lingering issues like soft tissue and he does have some some down games when he's on the road and things like that but i think that that i think the cowboys wide receiver crew is headed by cd this year i'll be short and brief uh i'm gonna sell on cooper being top 10 uh he only finished top 10 one time uh in 2019 his whole career um the strength of schedule is 31st so he's gonna have a tough time uh getting open against these good defenses Darius uh, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, now nah, I'm, I'm a sell on Cooper being top 10, but he'll be around 15 to 20 range. And I'm going to sell too. Uh, I mean, unfortunately we have to all agree here, but, um, I'm selling not just because of the soft tissue thing, which is a major concern. I actually don't think his volume is going to drop off that much. I think he's going to still have as much volume as previous years, despite CD lambs expected increase in volume. I don't think that's going to be a problem. I just think there's a lot of wide receiver situations that I like better right now. I think he's going to be fringe top 10, probably just outside looking in, but it's not going to be because of the lack of targets. I think he's going to get plenty. And like I said, I expect this team to be throwing the ball a ton. Mike McCarthy definitely favors the passing game. Um, and like I said, they're, they're going to be playing from behind. So, yeah, it, it'll be close. I know some people like Brian Dietz, yeah, he's saying it right here. He's buying all day long, and he always buys Cooper, but he never wins, so. Well, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, brother. Don't is he listen. The, is he the Caesar of your league? <laughs> you know, he love, actually, he's love, had a couple Caesar. of good years lately. I know he hears me, so I'll give him credit where it's due, but no. No deeds. All right. Tight end talk. Moving on. Kyle Pitts. First rookie we're talking about. Kyle Pitts will be a top five tight end this season. Wow. Buy or sell? I would probably buy on that. I think he is a fucking beast. And I think with Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage on the outside, it's going to give him a lot underneath. Um, I think Mike Davis also will help that too, because I think he, he showed last year that he can run the ball. Um, I mean, Matt Ryan's not trash. And I mean, but like I said, I would definitely, I would put him there because I think he's that good. I'm a buy as well. Uh, if you look at last year, Hayden Hurst was a top 10 fantasy option. Um, so, and I think Kyle Pitts is generational talent. So I would definitely put him in the top five range. And their strength of schedule is 20th overall. I mean, it's tough, but he's a freak athlete. So I could definitely see him really uh, taking over in Atlanta. I, so. love, I love that point you made. But also, I love how you keep saying strength of schedule. Um, that matters. It's kind of tough to gauge that this early on i think there's going to be a lot of change but also um biggest thing about atlanta okay this is another team where they're going to be throwing a fuck ton kyle pitts like you said generational guy um i'm buying solely because i think the talent's off the charts and they're going to be throwing a ton matt Lo matt ryan loves throwing to tight ends he made austin hooper into a top three guy a couple years back um but also i have to point this out to you guys Here's the tight ends that are supposedly ahead of him in ESPN rankings, okay? Travis Kelsey, obvious. Darren Waller, obvious. George Kittle, obvious. Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson. 
do I trust Matt Ryan more than a Jared Goff? I think for example. Hawkinson drops. Yeah, me too. Big, I think like, he does time. too. Yeah. He's I a good he, tight end. He's yeah. good, but I don't, I don't think he's top so five. So there's my point. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, at least I can trust Mark Andrews to get into the end zone. He had a drop off last year. Uh, not too much, but he was still one of the better guys. I just think that he likely got overdrafted. Um, but yeah, Kyle Pitts should be able to... I, I think he's got a chance to be top four. And then Andrews drops to five. I just think that he's he's going to have a ton of volume with all those targets freed up from Julio. So, <clears throat> I like Andrews here, though. Yeah, I well. still I still like him. The I continuity just, with him and Lamar, I think you know it's going to build. So I just I also like expect that that rushing attack is going to be phenomenal. Yeah, and maybe the volume won't be there the same as Kyle Pitts. Yeah, but that also opens up the seams too because the linebackers cheat. Sure. In, so well, I don't know. You know, and Andrews Mark is, Andrews he finds the that. end zone, and that's something that will continue to happen because of what you just said. Yeah. That is one thing you can bank on him for. He's a, he's a red zone target. Yep. Lamar Always. looks his way I've had all, him last all the two, time. I've had him the last two years, and he's it's he does his job. He's awesome for you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, seven touchdowns last year, and he's projected eight this year. He's so. a solid 12 points every week. Yeah. So there you go. Next tight end. This is interesting, this one. Robert Tunyon, major year last year. Uh, I mean, look, he looked like a Gronk light, okay? Robert Tunyon will be a top five tight end this season. Buy or sell? A Gronk who? He looked like a Gronk light. <laughs> Hell no. He did. Hell that's, no. That's who he was being compared to. He must have a different TV. <laughs> I'm selling his ass. I uh, didn't say what time of Gronk's <laughs> career. Excuse me. I mean, Gronk's probably the best tight end in, in history. But I'm not going to argue that part. So I'm going to I'm going to sell his ass. And uh, I mean, last year he was number three overall in PPR. Um, but I just don't see that repeating. So I'm a sell on him. Uh, he had 11 touchdowns last year, in case you guys forgot. I just want to point that out. Yeah, it's a flash in the pan. You think so? Absolutely. Do you think he's even going to have five? He'll have about six, but I don't think he's going to be top five. Because six puts him right right in the conversation for top five. Oh, no. I'm just playing no. devil's advocate. He'll probably be like around seven, eight-ish. I don't think he's top five. I'm selling two, by the way. Yeah, I'm absolutely. just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, I'm selling two. I think we'll be in the top ten. Um, I think the offense with uh, – he'll have a third year with Rodgers on the floor again. And they're a high-scoring offense, and they don't turn the ball over. So he gets his opportunities in the red zone. I mean, but to put him top five, I just – especially now with I, the way I think Pitts is going to emerge, I just – I don't see that. I feel comfortable with it, though, like him as a player. I think he's a good player. Definitely a dynamic guy. And Rodgers definitely looks his way. So interesting, though. Interesting. We shall see. Moving on to quarterbacks. Ooh. Nick smiling. <laughs> Hold on, Nick. Hold on. We'll get to him. Russell Wilson will be a top five quarterback this season. Buy or sell? Sell. Uh, Russell Wilson, since he was drafted, was only top five four times. And when did they In occur, 2014, Nick? 2015, 2017, and 2019. I'm a sell on Russell Wilson being top five. He's awesome. He's a great quarterback. But if we're talking fantasy, no. I'm selling on that too, actually. Um, I just My thing with Russell Wilson and them is I never feel like they give him enough. And I feel like he puts up his numbers. I just don't feel that he's a top five. I just, like, I don't, I just, to me, he's just, I don't put him in that category with fantasy players. He's great. Like, he's, I'm not saying it like that before that gets blown out of proportion. <laughs> oh, no, I love Russell Wilson. I'm just saying, yeah, like, if I had him on my fantasy team, I'm fine. I'm comfortable. I just don't think that. If he was on my team, he's going to put up top five numbers. I think you're both crazy. I think real. you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because 
literally this guy was the MVP, top MVP candidate for over half the season last year. And then they let him And throw. he wasn't top five, though. Right. Now, obviously, everyone witnessed the Seahawks drop off in the second half of the season. They, yeah. they went away from what was working. They went away from what was working. That's what they do. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. Nick, your dad's saying to sell on him, too. Oh, smart guy. Appreciate your pops. Yeah, he's a smart dude. But Smart I, guy I think, right there. I think, obviously, the Seahawks learned a little something. Hey, you know. They got that, weapons, though. They got Lockett. Hashtag, hashtag let Russ cook. Yeah. Okay? He should finish top five. He's ranked at seven right now. Guys ahead of him on ESPN. Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. So it's crowded. It's crowded, but I expect him to finish ahead of Lamar Jackson, for example. I know that the rushing will definitely keep Lamar up there. And also, too, my thing is with the Seahawks, they don't. I don't feel like they ever turn him loose. They I feel were, like, though, in the first half. That's my thing. Is like I, I know what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. To, then they they have to take notes. What worked for you last year? The yeah. Seahawks as a team fell off in the second half of the season when they went back to the, oh, we need to we need to run the football 40 times a game. The defense was trash. By, I mean, actually, the defense was playing pretty well at that point. The offense just fell off a cliff, and the offensive line always has been bad for as long as I can remember over there. Yeah. But, I, I, I again, like I, I think it's an ability <clears throat> thing and that he's shown us he can be up there. I just – I hope that the Seahawks – See, they need to cut him loose. Well, he also has six games that are going to be very tough in the division. He's got the Rams twice, the Cardinals That's twice, and the Niners twice. So I'm, I'm a sell on, on, on Wilson being I'm top thinking five, he's going to probably be like on the back end of the five. Well, He'll last year, five. last year he was six. So he was so, fringe I mean, not, top five. Yeah, but, and that's, that's with a major drop off. Yeah. So I think he should probably be right around there. I'm buying. You guys are crazy. I think you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> But Nick was waiting for this one. The GOAT, Tom Brady. Let's go. The GOAT. Tom Brady will be a top five quarterback this season by or sell. I'm buying on that. He has the best he has the best offense he's ever been a part of. You didn't want to upset Nick. No. That's what I think. No, no. Just call it still pains me. It, it still pains me. I'm a Peyton Manning guy. It still pains me that I have to do this. But You're getting on the bandwagon. He has the best offense he's ever had around him. No cat. <laughs> For real. And I think AB AB is going to be better than he was last year. Oh, I, I they love AB. They have a full offseason of work. Godwin's back. They have a running back. Um, Mike Evans well, is still there. Do they have a running back? You trust Lenny? Yeah. I don't. He's going to be better, too. I don't trust him. Well, they're not going to have to force feed him. So I think he's going to be fine. I hope not. I think Ronald Jones is better. That's just me. Hmm. Either way, though, Ronald Jones isn't a scrub either. So at that uh, point, you still have two backs. And then you have those three lethal wide receivers. You have a tight end. You have two tight ends or three tight ends. They got that stacked offensive line, too. So That's what I'm something. saying. Yeah, no, he's definitely going to be a top five quarterback, without a doubt. I am selling that. Uh, I'm sorry, Brady. See, that's I'm humility, really, Mike. Really, really sorry. Notes. I love you. That's I his still love you. Biggest fan right there, Mike. I'm, the, I'm his biggest fan, but he's not top five. Um, and I'll tell you why. You're smart, Nick. Last year, he had 40 touchdowns, and he still wasn't a top five quarterback, even with all those weapons. I understand they won a Super Bowl. They're lethal on offense. But you got to understand, fantasy football, it's more, it's more geared towards dual threat quarterbacks like Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Mahomes. Um, Josh Allen, for, you know, you can you can mention him in there, um, but I don't think Brady's top five quarterback. He's the best quarterback in the league, <laughs> no cap. But um, 
not not top five in fantasy. I'm sorry, Brady. Wow, that's a huge deal. I know. I, I, I call a spade a spade. I mean, I'm, look, that's what I do. I'm shocked. I Nick, think you're he is. Smart. I keep it real. You know you're what I mean? Smart. I think he is, dude. I think he's going to be unreal this year. I hope you're right. Listen, I think so too. But I'm selling. Um, I love the point Nick made about the rushing stuff. I, I think that Brady's touchdown numbers are going to be right up there. But um, there's a lot of good quarterbacks. Um, I'm looking at ESPN's rankings. They have Justin Herbert ahead of him, which what? Yeah, they do. That's disrespectful. Guess what? He's winning number eight. Just. Hey, it's just in fantasy, and I, I can totally see that. He reads it. I can totally see that. He gets he gets some carries, too. So, um, yeah, probably more fringe top ten. I think he's going to get there. Nine or ten sounds about right. I do expect the touchdowns to probably remain about equal, maybe a slight drop-off from last year, but also I can see more yards. So I, I think also that, that he's going to have some blow-up games where you're really wishing you had him, but there's also going to be games where – they go game plan specific and run the football. Exactly right. Yeah. So sell. I sell agree. for me. I'm good on this island by myself. I'm confident in that. I hope you're right, Mike. I'm right. I Trust really me. hope you're right. I'm, I'm I love 100% Brady, right. But I'm 100% just, right. I Save this real. fucking clip. I am 100% right he will finish in the top but five. But he also had 40 touchdowns last year and like 4,300 yards. And we've said it, though. And he wasn't top five. But we've said it, though. Last year, he had no offseason. He knows the offense now. He's going to be able to call things out. He's going to have his people moving. AB's improving. I'm just... So you think he's going to throw for 50 touchdowns, and he has to throw for 50 touchdowns. It wouldn't sh it w that legitimately wouldn't shock me this year. I mean, I don't understand how you look at Mike Evans... Antonio Brown and Chris uh, Godwin on a second year now and think that they're going to decline. I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> you will really, be. Okay. We'll see. Yes. I'm going to move it along, yes, save though, this guys. Clip. Yo, we're, we're, just so everybody knows, we're going all out in fantasy starting next week. All out. You're going to get previews, rankings very soon. This is just the beginning. So that's it for fantasy for tonight. But we have a lot of NFL news still. Nick. Oh, my God. I just said Nick instead of Phil. <laughs> He's smiling at me. I mean, I can't help it. All right. Phil, hit it for me, please. Phil something. Hey, look, I told you guys the sound effects are coming. All that right? was fire. I promise. I said it, I said it last week. All right. I hope you enjoy, everybody. I hope it's not a copyright strike. <laughs> yeah, we're get, we're getting why sued soon. Why would you cue that up right now on the show live? <laughs> he actually says it. Jesus. Okay, we got some football news we're going to run through real quick. Josh Allen got a massive contract extension. Six years, $258 million, 150 guaranteed. He got paid. That's real money. That's big bank. Where does he stand among quarterbacks, guys? And also, we could maybe touch on the Bills a little bit. So go ahead. I got uh, Josh Allen as, as uh, number five on my uh, rankings in the league right now. Uh, and this is not fantasy, just to clarify for everybody. No, nah, this, this is, is just this overall quarterback. Best quarterbacks. He's been phenomenal for, for Buffalo. He changed the whole city. Um, they believe in him, obviously, giving him $258 million. 150 million guaranteed. Um, I think the Bills are hoping that he wins a Super Bowl in that in that time span. Obviously, you pay somebody, you know, pay some much, pay somebody that much money. You hope to win a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So, 
Um, they have the team to do it. Uh, I see the Bills possibly in the AFC Championship game-ish. Uh, their only really road is probably um, Cleveland, which is crazy. I can't believe I'm saying the Browns is like a threat. You know what I mean? Um, and I would say the Chiefs. So if he can get past those two teams, I could see a path to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I think the Bills are going to be a problem again. Um, I think they're going to be just as good as they were last year. I think they can only get better. I don't think they'll get worse, uh, you know, and their running back situation is going to get better. Zach Moss apparently in camp has been having a really strong camp. I liked um, him last year. Like, it's it's unfortunate. I wish they let him run away with it just to, so we could see what he could do. Yeah. Um, I was kind of high on him, though. Um, I definitely like him better than Devin Singletary. Not to cut you off. Yeah, no, I, no, I no, really like that point. And I think, he's, uh, I think he's the fifth best quarterback in the NFL. I really do. I think he's a top five quarterback, and I think he's, if he's gotten better every year. And he's cutting down on the – just the, the bonehead mistakes. So I mean, I'm I'm all in with the Bills. I think they're really I think they're a really good football team. They're well coached. So they won 13 games last year. Do you guys think that's a repeat? No, I think you'll see a drop off. I probably see uh, one more game this season too. So yeah, that's a good point. I would put them right around 12, 13 wins. 12, yeah, about 12 wins. Yeah, I'm I in agreement. I'm yeah, in agreement. I, see I think they're definitely winning the division. I was gonna point. say I think they're the best team in that division by a pretty sizable margin as well. So. I don't know about that, but all right, here we go. Yeah, we'll they're, see. They're yep. definitely the best team in the division, though, hands down. They're we'll the see. best team in the division. Yeah, he's starting. We'll see. <laughs> Simmer down over there. But I'll I put think, the hoodie on right now. I think uh, potential hoodie. is. <laughs> You just got done selling on Brady. You can't talk about them right now. <laughs> hey, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> but, I mean, I would say, yeah, he's fringe top five. I would have him at six behind Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson doesn't play this year, then he's number five for me. Um, Sorry, Mike. Come on, man. He's Sorry, I'm just dishing out reality. Deshaun Watson is I said not it on, playing this year. I said it on a previous show, though. Deshaun Watson's better. I'm sorry to hear that. And I'm not going to turn it into a Deshaun Watson. My heart goes out to you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) But Josh Allen has a ton of potential that I don't think he's even realized yet. I think that his numbers could go up again this year, which is saying something. Um, The team, though, best team in the AFC East. Defense is good. Um, They really turned it on when it mattered most at the end of the season. I do expect the run game to be a little bit better. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to need it much. They just had a very dynamic offense. I think that they, uh, behind Dable, um, just very good play calling, um, scheme guys open, and and Josh Allen is just really, he's he's very dynamic. So, yeah, I, li- I like them a lot. Well, piggybacking <laughs> off uh, fantasy football, I know we just ended that segment. Yeah, but you could throw he was, something in he there. He was actually number one overall last year. Uh, do you see him repeating? No, but he'll be right up there. I think Mahomes is number one. I agree. I can't disagree with that. Josh Allen will be right up there. I mean, he he gets the rushing stats, the all-important rushing stats. Yeah. And could easily throw for 40 touchdowns. He had 37 last year, I believe. 37. Yep, 37 with 4,500 yards. Uh, eight touchdowns on the ground. And that was a thing. Like He was their goal line back, basically. And they signed... He, he uh, was the guy. They signed Emmanuel Sanders, too, as well. They got Sanders, who... Don't like I said, I said this in previous shows... That guy can still get open. And my guy. And he's uh, a number two. You got Gabriel Nick Sleeper, Davis. Gabriel yeah, Davis, downfield threat. Don't sleep. Stefan Diggs, arguably the best wide receiver in the league. He's not for me, but he's right up there. Yeah. Um, and I don't even want to mention the other punk's name, but he gets open in the slot. Yeah, I I I, I like their their team. They're gonna be really Cole good. Cole Beasley, this year. Mike. 
Oh, I didn't. I I didn't catch on for a second. I didn't know you were Fuck talking. Fuck that about. guy. That's why I was looking at you. I'm like, what? He's a good player. He is, <clears throat> but I hate his ass. <laughs> All right, moving on. You're a homer. What do you expect, bro? He's on the Bills now. Come on. Did he bother me while he was on the Cowboys? What did they do that affected me personally? <laughs> we won a Super Bowl in 2017. They haven't won in 26 years. With who? Jerry Jones was crying on HBO uh, Hard Knocks. Why would you open who's that the, up? Who was the quarterback on the Eagles when you he won the You keep calling me a homer. Oh, <laughs> yo, remember, I have the potential to walk out too. <laughs> it's too early though. Who was the Eagles quarterback when they won the bowl? Oh, Nick, come on. Come on. They, they're not getting there if Carson Wentz didn't have the season he had. But who won the Super Bowl? Bomb I. Should I face Bomb? <laughs> I saved, I just I saved state that, state. I saved that for, for Mike only, but shit. <laughs> you opened the door. Oh, fuck. That's what I told Jesus. you, dude. I'm like, I walked you right through it. That? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Look, at look. I'm praying for you. All right? You too. We got to move on after that. I, I, I'm not even entertaining that. We are going to have to talk about it at some point because <laughs> that came up now two shows in a row, and I just can't take it. Well, you mentioned it, so <sighs> I figured I'd uh, refresh your memory. And who'd he beat, Nick? I know. My guy. I called yeah. it last week. Yeah, I played him, too. He did. I just want to remind you. That's all right. Okay. Seven rings. <laughs> Can't argue that. Anyway, moving on to the Dolphins. They managed to keep Javian Howard happy. I thought he was getting traded. Um, all they did was add another $4.5 million in extra incentives for him. I didn't think that was going to be enough. So he's staying in Miami. We just obviously talked about the AFC East. Uh, might as well mention the Dolphins real quick. What are you guys thinking this year? 10-win team. Uh, I can see them going 10-7. and seven. Uh, But then again, I don't know. I don't really trust Tua. So my thing is, is like, they're just a really difficult team to really like dissect right now because of Tua's progression. So, But they have a lot of weapons on that offense. So if he could be really good, look out for them. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't really know what to make of them. Um, I I mean, 10 wins, I would seem like for them with two, it would be like a really good season. I think they take a step back this year because I just don't believe in him at all. Are they a playoff team, guys? No. I would they've, say been, no. they've been right on, on the outside yeah. looking in. No, I think they're they regressing They win one more too. game last year. Honestly, if they left Fitch Magic in when they were hot, they're a playoff team last and year. And what they were doing with two last year where they were taking him out in like the third quarter and so putting dumb. Brian Fitzpatrick in. The whole thing, in. though. Fitzmagic's having the best uh, season of his career, and they're rolling, literally rolling. They were six teams. and two. They were amazing. They they got caught up in Herbert playing well, and they saw it and they panicked, and they're like, "Oh shit, we need to see what we got. Or we we need to draft a quarterback." But every time he played bad, they were taking him out, yeah. and then saying it was part of their plan. And I'm looking, and I'm like, that made shit. no sense. Biggest mistake. And honestly, I don't know when they're getting into the playoffs next. That was their chance right there, because. They're not making it for me this year, and I can't say that they're winning ten games. I love. I, I think they're well coached. To touch on Xavier Howard, didn't he? Xavier Howard didn't he sign a deal last year? It was recent. I think um, he signed a five-year he, deal last year. Yeah, yeah. I think it was last year. So you already want to renegotiate? Like, what did you and your agent do? I think that's what they realized, honestly, because if if that's the the concession that they made, oh. We just want a little bit more in incentive money because that's nothing really. Well, I hate that they, that they rescind, they um, gave him back his money for skipping minicamp too. I think that sets a bad precedent. Like, I agree. I agree. It's like you said, hey, you're the one who skipped. Especially coming from a Bill Belichick descendant. I'm surprised. I'm I agree surprised. With that. Yeah. Letting the inmates run the asylum. But I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm actually really interested in seeing uh, Gilmore uh, getting paid based off this because I know he's, have to. he's held out on camp. You know, I know he came back or he's like in the facility, but. 
Um, he won a new contract as well. So I'm, I'm interested in seeing how much he's going to get. And he deserves it because I think he's the best in the if game. If not, they're going to get a lot of compensation for him in a trade still. Oh, yeah. Even after last year. Um, to me, yeah, like maybe I, I think they could be an eight-win team again. I think they're very well coached. Um, Miles Gaskin is underrated both in fantasy and real life. I think he's a nice little scat back yeah. who, who can catch too. Um, I hope that Devontae Parker stays healthy. I love him. Love him. I think he's extremely talented. Uh, Preston Williams is coming back. That should be something. He could play. He never really got to show us uh, over a long period of time. So that should be interesting. Um, you have eight wins for the Dolphins? I mean, they won eight last year, right? They were, ten, they were 10 and six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. They were Sour. 10 and six, and they missed out due to tiebreaker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, no, they're not winning 10 games. No way. Maybe eight or nine. I can see, and, I, and I'm not looking at the schedule right now. Like, so when we when we preview the division and stuff, I'll have that ready for you. But they're a really good team. They're just, fans. I just, yep. I that that quarterback. It's just Tua. Yeah, yeah it's I have literally no Tua idea. For me, and you guys have heard me say it before. I'm not a believer. I think that that's their most glaring weakness. Um, I'm also concerned. I don't know if this guy can stay healthy long term, and I think he too frequently battles with. Um, he just can't read the game right now to me. He actually is a pretty accurate thrower, but he's having issues with the mental side of the game. He's missing the progressions and reads. But also, I just wasn't high on him coming out of college either. I, you, I was never a Tua guy. Could you imagine if they took Justin Herbert? That, <laughs> oh team, that team would, would literally... Be, yeah, in the playoffs. They'd be terrifying. Oh, absolutely. But don't sleep on the Chargers, though. We're going to get there. I, I like the Chargers this year. So I'm why? just going to put that out there. Yeah, We're not going too. into it, though. So I'm going to cut it right there. But the defense, though, the Dolphins' defense, massive leap forward last year. That might be the best attribute of the team. Yeah. It is the best attribute it of the is. team. So getting getting Xavier Howard back is huge. And he definitely has outplayed the contract he just signed. But, yeah, I don't like when guys bitch about that a year later. That, that rubs me wrong, too. And um, I hate talking about that part of the business. But, yeah, so anyway, moving on, we got we got another defensive player. How often are we going to be able to mention this? Darius Leonard got a major contract. Highest paid linebacker in the NFL. Five years, 99.25 mil, 52 and a half guaranteed. My question to you guys, is he the best linebacker in football? Because I think that he definitely, uh, for some reason, when that conversation comes up, I don't hear his name enough. I want bro to pay off my student loans. <laughs> real shit man. he got the bag uh is he the best linebacker in football i have bobby wagner and fred warner ahead of him um they're just the best in the game i mean like when you when you watch them play they jump out in the screen you know what i mean like they're all three of them do honestly yeah no and i'm, I'm this is no slight against darius leonard at all but i i don't think he's the best linebacker in the game but he, he definitely deserved the money i don't know about top linebacker money but yeah, I think he's like uh, top two or three. I really do, man. I think he's awesome. Um, but I think Devin White is coming next, and he his name doesn't get mentioned enough. No, and I'm a huge Devin White guy. I've he said has this. more QB hits than Leonard and Warner, despite playing less one less season. That's impressive. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I actually think he's better than Fred Warner by just this much. But also the reason why I would take wait him who. Darius uh, yeah. Leonard or you're talking Devin White or Darius Leonard? I'm asking who you were saying is. I was than talking Fred about Darius Leonard. Okay, okay. Just slightly. 
I mean, it's really close. Bobby Wagner, Fred Warner, and uh, Darius Leonard, I think you could put. And then Devin White, you could put those four. I'll, I'll wait for Bobby Wagner to be unseated. I think Luke Keekley was there, obviously, for the longest time. But Bobby Wagner was, was right there with him and has not shown any signs of slowing down. But also, I think the thing that Darius Leonard has that Devin White needs to work on is pass coverage. That's yes. Devin White's weakness right now, and that's where Levante David also hasn't beat. But um, I love Devin White. I love him. I, I think he's the next like and, that dude. He's a missile when he and I'm, when he's blitzing. I'm happy <laughs> that the Tampa Bay Bucks defense got some love over this playoff run. Todd Bowles, baby. But um, this defense was just phenomenal. They they went out and won that game in the Super Bowl. It didn't matter what Tom Brady had to do. And I already said, I told you, that was one of the most impressive Tom Brady performances that I've ever seen just because he was so – it was just calm, cool, collected, easy. Surgical. It was easy. It was surgical. It was just so easy for We him. got a comment from James Provito. He said Fred Warner. Shout out, James. And, that, and there's really – there's not much – like, it's, it's like pick your poison, really. They're all amazing. Um, and he's not wrong. Like they're really all like right up there. That's what I'm saying. Put them how whatever order you want. To Nick's point, my though, opinion. Nick, you said I don't know if I would have paid him that money. He was going to get that no matter. Well, what. yeah, he's setting the market. He was getting that money, and if he didn't, then the Colts would have a problem on their hands. Oh, sure. Um, and he he definitely would get that money anywhere else. So there's that. But guys, moving on to Michael Thomas talk. We were just complaining about him recently. We Definitely, uh, this is, what, probably three, four episodes ago, and we were like, okay, like, why would you wait to get your surgery? And a little bit has come out since then um, via him, really. People are like, okay, the Saints urged Michael Thomas to not get surgery last season in hopes to win a ring in Breeze's last year. Now they're blaming him for not being healthy. He actually liked that tweet. Um, are you laughing? Oh, I don't know that, what I don't know what to make of this situation. But yo, I got I got to say one ring. <laughs> Wait, what? In hopes to win a ring. The reason why the, people are saying that he opted not to get surgery because the team wanted him to stay on the field for Drew Brees one last run. Okay, he also tweeted something saying they tried to damage your reputation. You saved theirs by not telling your side of the story. Now I'm starting to think. Okay, Sean Payton's a douchebag motherfucker, too. I hate Sean We Payton. already, I mean, I can see it. I can see it now. I mean, I think Michael Thomas is a punk, but. Well, there's always two sides of every story. You it, know sounds I mean? like, it sounds like there's more to this one. I don't know if this relationship can be repeated. Nah, he's going to be gone. They're going to trade him. But when, though, would be the question. And that was my follow-up question, guys. I was going to say. Do you think Michael Thomas could be on the move? Yeah, after he gets healthy, I think he's going to be on the move. I could see a team like Green Bay going after him. Oh, God. Uh, depending on the cap situation. But if he goes to Green Bay, holy shit. You think that he'll stay <laughs> in the conference, though? That's the thing. You know what I mean? Is the Saints, are they willing to trade him within the conference? I don't know. But I think he's getting I think he's going to request a trade or he's get, and he's getting traded. Um, I think the relationship's totally broken at this point, because I don't know. Like I, like I said, uh, five minutes ago, I don't know what to make of that situation. Yeah, how do you fix that? It's it's hardly fixable. Yeah, especially if that's actually he's already true. got money. Like if he actually forewent the surgery just to say, like, you know, uh, I want to try and go get a shot at a ring. And they were encouraging him to do that. And then now he's trying to get surgery right before the season. Like, that's just that's 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 bad news. 
That's like miscommunication here. Seems like. I mean, at this point, the more he keeps saying, I, I just don't know how he can come back into that locker room. They already they already broke up the squad when Breeze retired. They didn't intend for that, but that's kind of the way it's going. This looks like a year where they would either be a surprise playoff team or more moves are coming soon. And I don't think and he's... are in that uh, kind of situation where we're going to learn a lot very soon. I don't really think he's too encouraged, too, about playing with Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. Slant boy Thomas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be encouraged either. Yeah, and I don't, like, to me, I don't know if Michael Thomas is, like, the D-hop type of guy that no matter who his quarterback is, he's going to go out and put up his numbers. He doesn't strike me as he that need, guy. He needs the targets, and he's definitely, like, a short route runner. Slant he's boy a Thomas. Guy, he's, yeah, slant boy Thomas. <laughs> he's a guy who, who's a chain mover, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's a place for that. Chain mover, red zone guy. Um, I don't see how this relationship can be repaired. I really don't. But the thing is, though, they'd have to eat a ton of money in that contract. So I can see him being on the team uh, the rest of this season until... Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know everybody that's listening right now heard that shit. You better check your draws, bro. <laughs> you better check that shit, man. <laughs> You definitely ripped the leather on that seat, brother. <laughs> God damn. Yo, shout out E. <laughs> yeah, that was live, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Go on, go on, go on. Live brown stripe. Go on. Live brown stripe. Go on. <laughs> Straight up. That's a good time to move on. Just a couple of quick news points, okay? Justin Jefferson sprayed his, uh, sprained his AC joint. That can be a tricky injury sometimes with receivers. <laughs> Stay tuned there. We're not going to go in uh, go go in deep on that. Dougie P might be working for the Bears, guys. Uh, he worked with Matt Nagy for a while. He was at practice in Bears gear and Foles, and he's with yeah, and he was with Foles. So <laughs> <laughs> late push for the job. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, shout out Patrick Robinson. He retired. We will never forget that pick six. We will never forget it. One of the greatest moments in Eagles history. He wound up having a good career after starting off. He was he was a bust. Yeah. yeah good for the longest time. Shout out, Mr. Pasillo. <laughs> oh Damn, God. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. But anyway, do you guys want to add anything there? If you don't want to, it's not a big deal. This is just a little bit of news. Nah, congrats on retirement. It's a all good right. Thing. Mike's wearing the Eagles shirt. I know he cares. He can say all he wants about the Homer comments and shit. I just... No, I don't want to hear it. I check Bill, my team when they're doing Bill, stupid shit. Play the... Oh, hold on, hold on. Before we do that, for everybody who's listening and not and all in the live right now, if you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, and also hit the notification bell. Please also give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We would greatly appreciate it. And subscribe to YouTube. I said that. My fault. My, my headphones are off. That's your problem. <laughs> Sour. <laughs> Sour. Play the song, Phil. Let's go. <laughs> we got you covered, P&I family. Damn, that's so great. That's great. It's the best. It's the best. So we're going right into the NBA, guys. More news. I'm just going to run down a list of news, and you guys are going to tell me your thoughts, anything that stands out. Or was unexpected. All right? Okay. First thing, 
Kawhi Leonard, we called this here at PNI. We all said he's returning to the Clips. It's official. Um, they also brought back Reggie Jackson, two years, 22 mil. Next up, we have Andre Iguodala returning to the Warriors. May or may not be significant. He's definitely at the end of the road. They, they think that he's ending his career there. Could be this year. He can still play a lick, though. All right. Dennis Schroeder just recently signed a one-year deal with the Celtics for the $5.9 million exception. That was kind of surprising. I thought, guy. I thought he'd get a little bit more money. <laughs> he missed his chance with the Lakers. He's a moron. Dumbass. He is a dumbass. Um, but the biggest moves, though, besides Kawhi, KD, four-year extension, 198 mil with the Nets. Commitment, guys. Commitment. And then Luka, five years, 207 mil extension with the Mavs. Thoughts on any of these? Anything unexpected? Let me hear it. I think uh, Reggie Jackson staying with the Clips is really uh, big for that team. Um, they look like they're running it back, and they're going to be a force in the West. Uh, I could definitely see them competing and possibly going to the finals. Um, they're definitely a top three team in the West, so that's definitely a big signing for them. And uh, Luka's getting a bag is amazing for him. He deserves it, and I'm just waiting for the Mavericks to give him pieces around him. Uh, yeah, I'm the same with the Clippers. I didn't think Reggie Jackson was coming back. I thought he was going to be too expensive for him. But I think that's a great move by Kawhi's out because I think if he plays half as good as he did in those playoffs, they will be able to stay. They will be able to stay in playoff contention until Kawhi gets back uh, late winter, early spring. Um, and then uh, I was just going to touch on. I loved KD signing that long-term extension. Because, and especially, like, Luka, he's younger, and that was his first big deal. But my thing is with KD, and now they're saying that the Nets are working on long-term extensions for Harden and Irving. Wow. Which is great. But my thing with KD is a lot of superstars now, LeBron James included, they're doing this one-and-one -one bullshit. And I don't like mm -hmm. it because, it's it, A, it's holding a team hostage. And I get it, like, they want to control their future. But at the same time, when you're trying to build a team and a culture and you're trying to make the organization like a family – when you're doing that one and one like Kawhi was done and LeBron has done, I mean, I understood LeBron doing it in Cleveland. But I'm just saying, to see somebody of KD's stature do that, I thought it was great for the NBA. I thought for sure that KD would be one of those one-on-one -on -one guys going forward for the rest of his career. I mean, that's that's just what I thought. I'm surprised. Four years, I'm happy for him. I was, I, I, I want to see that. I wish that he wasn't in the East. I was confused when I saw it because I'm like, wow, I just didn't expect to see that. But when I saw it, I'm like, oh, I mean, awesome. These players can always force their ways out, but yeah, um, that is a commitment to me. I feel like he's there at least another two years just right off of that. And something else with KD, too, that I thought was weird about that extension. You don't know if Steve Nash is a good coach yet. Well, he must like him yeah. to that, some degree. Him. But, was, you know? but that my next point was he must really have trust in Steve Nash. And the front office. Yeah, because you don't sign for that long. Because to this point, I, I mean, we haven't seen the Nets do anything special. Obviously, they, they don't have a lot of room to work with, but I was hoping and expecting that they'd improve the bench a little bit. Cam Thomas looks awesome in the summer league. So we'll see. I mean, I mean, they did bring back Blake Griffin, and he did have a little bit of a revelation there. Um, he's still a role player to me. See, I don't, I don't put too much, like – credence into summer league because like last year bull bull was like a monster yeah. and then he didn't even see the court you know what i mean so like it's just i don't know i don't put too much into it well yeah, i only I said like that because that my only thing is the nets don't have a deep bench 
So if you can get somebody that's showing potential and he's he's going to get opportunities to come off the bench because they're not six, seven, eight players deep. Uh, Jim just said to us, by the way, Jim Provito says, I like Patty Mills there. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that sign, too. Yeah. That's an awesome sign. I actually for forgot about that. Too. Yeah, that is a great sign. I'm going to lie. I totally forgot about yeah. that. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, James. Appreciate that. Yeah, that um, was an awesome major, signing for major. them. Major. I mean, everyone saw what he did in the Olympics. Another he was always shooter. a good player, though. And probably an underrated player. Always was. Yep. Getting up there in age, but definitely can still play. He plays his part two like a sequel. But I, I want to <laughs> give you perspective, though, on Reggie Jackson, because that one was equally as stunning. I thought he was going to get paid, like, in the 80 to $90 million range. He was an absolute fundamental piece of the core, especially at the end of the season. If somebody before the playoffs told you Reggie Jackson was going to get a higher contract than Dennis Schroeder, I think everybody would have said that you were nuts. Yeah, probably. But look, here's the perspective. He got two years, 22 mil, right? The Sixers just signed Danny Green to two years, 20 mil with a team option year two. So, I mean, look, I actually was going to, that was the next thing I was going to bring up. I actually thought that was a good move for the Sixers. I think they got him uh, probably right around less than market value. But the point is, is Reggie Jackson just went for the same amount, basically. That blows my mind. He got good money. He got a good contract. Who? Reggie Jackson. I, I mean, considering more. I considering he more. was buried on the bench behind Patrick Beverly, he seized the opportunity I as thought, soon as it came. I thought you'd see him, based on this playoff performance and leading up to it, I thought you'd see him get right around the dollar range that Lonzo got. Oh no, I never. Nah, I, I never yeah. thought he was going that far. I'm with Here's you on that. Fifteen However, mil sounds I get, reasonable. He got eleven. I do get what you're saying though, you because know? the NBA does have a tendency to overpay the shit out of players. I've seen worse players get paid twenty mil a season. Yeah, look at Ben Simmons. I'm just kidding. We're not doing that. We're not about, doing that. I'm sorry. Uh, Timothy uh, Mozgov. Oh, a couple years horrible. ago, that yeah. was horrible. <laughs> it was like the first day in free agency too. LeBron got him paid. Matthew Dellavedova when yeah. he went to the Bucks got paid. <laughs> no. I, I'm not a big fan of the Danny Green signing. I don't know. I just he doesn't do it for me. Yeah, especially after those comments he yeah, made. I could have well, done without cool without it. The comments definitely aren't going to give him a warm welcome home because the fans are going to be there all year. So he's probably going to get booed. Yeah, rightfully um, so. Yeah. Was he an important piece to the team? Absolutely. The fact that he can still play a lick of defense and hit the clutch shot um, absolutely matters. I, th I think that he opens up the game for everybody else. Just him being able to hit that shot. I think that the Sixers would have won that Hawks series if Danny Green was healthy. Mm. He is definitely uh, an important piece to the team. I don't know. He just doesn't do well, it. Well, look, the Sixers lost how many games by just a couple points? A couple buckets. I mean, he definitely, especially in the second half of the season, he was heating up. Several clutch moments for the team. First half, he was awful. Um, so, yeah. I mean. Uh, they could have they found something better, I feel like. Could they? The I'd have taken Reggie Jackson over him. No cat. Oh, yeah. Me too. I don't think Reggie Jackson was leaving the clips. I really don't, because I think the opportunity for him to be successful is still there. I think he saw an opportunity. He seized it, dude. And I he, agree with I you mean, on really, that. Yeah, he, I really do think that that was the case. Good no move Kawhi, and he's going to be playing a ton. And then his his post-game interview after they got eliminated, when he was crying, saying, like, they saved me and all that stuff. I thought that was awesome, man. I root for him. I like I like Reggie Jackson. It's a good story. Yeah, it's awesome. But actually, we're going to have to talk about Ben Simmons, guys. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. Okay. But 
there's been no shortage of speculation there. Uh, the next latest thing that we've seen, there's been two two comments that I want to touch on real quick, and then we're gonna lean into the to the Dame stuff because that is just it's also equally as loud. Um, Louder. And he's home now from the Olympics. Just want to throw that out there. The Athletics said the Sixers' goal this offseason is less to trade Ben Simmons and more to acquire Damian Lillard. Not a surprise. Um, but this is interesting. Kendrick Perkins likes to run his mouth. Everyone knows that. <laughs> and he's not always Carry right. Carry on. I, I love, Carry I, hell on it. Believe me, I love the entertainment value. I love it. But here's what he said, guys, and I'll let you decide. Ben Simmons is not answering the phone calls. He don't want to be with the Sixers. And from what I heard, he's not willing to report to training camp and will go as long as it takes for him to get out of Philly. That's what Perk said. And he put it out there. This has been a topic everywhere. So I want to know what your thoughts are on this quote before I tie in the Dame part. My, it, It's fitting. He's a crybaby. He doesn't work hard. And it got tough. He got exposed by Nate McMillan and the Hawks. And instead of, instead of you know, embracing that challenge and telling Philly I'm going to come back better and stronger and actually meaning it and coming back better and stronger he goes into a little you know he goes into his little blanket and he cries at night because he's soft and he's not better than Lonzo Ball <laughs> Lonzo Powder yeah you're fucking crazy yeah he's not <laughs> he is absolutely better than Lonzo Ball so remember I want to I want to quickly say one thing from last week's show I reminded you that you said at one point he was a top 25 player before the season I still don't recall that, but I'll run with it. And then you even said last show, you said, oh, he's right up there. He's fringe top 25, right? Absolutely. I'll so you saying that Lonzo is better than Ben Simmons means that Lonzo's a top 25 player in this league. Here's the thing. When I when that comment was first made, let me address this. I said that if Lo the, the original comment was, if you took out Ben Simmons and put in Lonzo Ball against the Hawks, we would have had a better shot of beating them. And I stand by that because you still – you have to put somebody out there and shoot. Lonzo Ball can shoot now. But the thing is, you said he's better than Ben Simmons. You just said that. If, so, if, if I'm building if a he's team – better than Ben Simmons, yeah. he's a top 25 player to you, right? I, I mean – Or Ben Simmons, you just overvalued I overvalued Ben Simmons because right now if I have to build a team, I'm building around Lonzo Ball because Lonzo Ball showed me that he has improved. But that's ben a different Simmons way hasn't. of framing the question. What? Right there. When you say, who would I rather build around? Who's better right now? Who's the better you basketball player overall right now yes. is Lonzo Ball. I don't care what anybody says. Putting your feet to the fire, Mike. Absolutely. I, I would stand by that. Tell me, to, like, the so point of basketball. So where does Lonzo fit in in the league? Just out of curiosity. If Ben is a fringe top 25, fringe top 30. I would put Lonzo right around that. Here's the go. The Nick. I'm enjoying this. Go ahead. Keep going. This You're is fucking great. crazy. My thing is, who, You're crazy. My thing is, who the hell Lonzo is he? Lonzo is not a top 30 player. He's not even close. I, He's dude, not even close. Yo, fuck all that noise. Who the hell is he to fucking sit out like that, though? He doesn't control his destiny. Well, here's the thing. I think that's clickbait bullshit. Tell me one other reputable source that has said that other than Kendrick Perkins. Who is he to speak about that? Wow. Who is he to speak He's connected about to that? the NBA world. Yeah. I, he's, though, he's connected. I do. I think he, he is. He says some random ass shit all the time. True. Like, for real. And I, I love listening to him, but I don't think he's plugged in on the situation. I really don't. And I actually think that the, the Sixers he's are handling it. friends with LeBron. I think they're handling it in-house. LeBron knows about Ben Simmons. I don't know. I would take. I'd actually think that he would be a more, more on the reliable end of a Ben Simmons comment like that. I don't believe him. 
I don't believe him. But and that seems not, like such a Ben even, Simmons thing to I'm say. I'm not even disagreeing with what you're saying, Mike, because definitely, like, there's no question that Ben Simmons needs to work on his game, and he and he should have been doing that all along. He should have improved in his game. We see the jumpers on Twitter, okay? Where was that during the game? The jumpers look great on Twitter and all, but we played that we played that before. We've seen this. We've seen that last offseason. So I'm with you there, but I just think that this is clickbait bullshit. But he doesn't he doesn't even like he doesn't control. Care. He doesn't control the destiny. I think that the, the media is actually setting us up for what's about to come here next is a dame for Ben trade. I think they're setting it up like literally. The if he sat out, it would be hysterical. The, he, the, the headlines are centered around Ben and Dame 24-7 now. If he sat out, then sit the <laughs> fuck out. Yo, where okay. is Ben Palante, says Will Haig. Let me remind you, Will, that you are... I like you this are... guy. I like <laughs> no, this guy. Hold on. I'm going to tell you a little something about Will. Will's a bigger Ben Simmons supporter than me. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. There. All right, well, get him off the page. I don't know what he's watching then. He's just, he's just busting me in public. That's what he's doing. So At least he's shooting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Will. You know, it's all love. Um, but anyway, yeah. So we have to talk about Dame. Um, there's been a lot that's going on there, too. Obviously, this go around, this is a quote. Obviously, this go around, we wasn't able to go out there and just get some of the guys that we would have liked, Dame says. I haven't made any firm decision on what my future will be, Dame says. I love my brother. <laughs> and then there's a picture of Dane Shout out Rob With Matisse Thibault at the Olympics Of all players he could have taken a picture with Okay So what do you guys think of all this? Uh, I don't think the picture means shit um, I would take more credence to the trainer Signing with Philly Over a picture I mean they were at the, they were at the Olympics So it's like okay it's a photo But the quotes though Nick The quotes that's awful. Like, I, I, I just don't. I haven't made any firm decision on what my future will be. That's an eyebrow razor to me. That picture makes me laugh. That's like the type of picture I imagine, like, Dame going up to Thibault, like, yo, let's take this picture and fuck with you. Uh-huh. But he, he's been kind of playing that game with us. But it's almost like he wants to play the game. He wants out, but he just hasn't formally said it. Because he, he's think. a loyal guy. Because the second he says, I want out, he controls where he goes. If he says, I want to play for the Sixers and only the Sixers, like, they're going to have to make a deal with the Sixers. They're going to have to. So he he plays the cards here. I'm just curious why he hasn't made the formal request yet. And I, I think that he's enjoying this game right now. And I think, honestly, with Ben, too, I think Daryl Morey's just loving this. He's just sitting back and he's just like, oh, this is great. All this talk is good for us. Um. And that's where I think, like, that's why I'm saying I think all this shit's being handled in-house on, on both of the teams. And I think that the media is playing into our favor with this. Yeah. Talking about Ben Simmons getting swamped for Dame, all that shit. Yeah, we got a comment. I think there's something here, though. We got a comment. Nick, are you buying Simmons' card in case he lands somewhere he could be effective? That's um, a great question. That's a really good question. It, it, like, it really depends where he lands. If he goes to Portland, I think his stock is going to drop because, again, he doesn't shoot. And don't, they're gonna be garbage. Don't waste your money, bro. They're gonna be garbage. Well, I have you know, I have a Ben Simmons rookie. Do you but, know offhand what he costs right now? 220, 250 range right now. Um, yeah, see, that seems a little high. And well, yeah, but last year he was going for five hundred. 
So I should have sold his ass <laughs> last year, but I, I thought the Sixers were going to win the title. So I kept it. So I thought that, you know, his stock would rise, but it didn't happen. But uh, if he goes to like, uh, you know, a Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. If he goes to the Warriors, possibly. Yeah. I could see him. That's he would be good with the Warriors because he could just, he could play his role because right. he's a role player. Right. He's a defensive specialist and he can play point guard. Yeah. Can't do anything else. Yeah. Like if he goes to Portland. That's a little more than just a role player. If he gets traded to Portland, he's going to go player? to. player? 15, 16 points a game, almost 10. 10. He ain't giving you 15, 16 a game? We're going off his career numbers. Right? I'm not. I'm going off playoff numbers where he's giving you eight a game. Well, playoffs and regular season are two different. Exactly. Qualities. And the playoffs mean more, and that's where he's at his worst. And that's where I'm judging his ass. Fair enough. A team's going to acquire him thinking of the whole body of work. Exactly. I'm just and saying. if he goes to a team that doesn't already have good players around it, they're going to be there's gonna dog be, shit. There's going to be teams out there that think they could fix him. The Warriors, good luck. The Warriors strike me as one that would be like that. It makes total sense because there's no center clogging up the floor there. Uh, he has all the space he needs. He's got the shooters around him. It's a perfect fit. Yeah, because as soon as he drives and he's about to lay it up, he could pass it right out because he's scared to go to the hole. You know what? <laughs> You guys keep talking. I got something for you, actually. I, I just remembered this. Keep going. Keep going. No, go ahead. No, I mean, so I got something. I got know, something crazy. So piggybacking to that question, I mean, if he goes to the to the Blazers, like I just don't think his car prices are going to increase at all, unless he turns, you know, into a superstar caliber player where he's like playing defense and he's shooting and he's putting up thirty a game, then his his stock will rise. But other than that, I just I, like it, it would have to be like the Warriors. The Mavericks, like one of those teams would have to um, acquire him for his prices to go up, in so my look, opinion. Here's what I got for you guys, and I agree with you. Um, as much as we slander the playoff nonsense, that you know, I, I think that obviously all three of us agree that he was a total disappointment. But I want to point out one thing since I am the stack guy. Ben Simmons in the Atlanta Hawks series. These are the Sixers numbers, okay? The Sixers, while Ben Simmons is on the court against the Atlanta Hawks, he played 148 minutes. He had an offensive rating. Uh, the team had an offensive rating of 111.2, a defensive rating of 107, with a net rating of plus 4.2. Ben Simmons off the court, 44 minutes, 81 offensive rating. That's about a 30-point drop-off right there. The defensive rating actually went slightly up, surprisingly, 113. Um, the net rating is minus 32.6. I'm just saying, he's got a lot more value than just role player nonsense. Yeah, well, he's he has... A, and the defensive ability was clearly, like, that's the thing. That jumps out to me, like, how did it even drop off even the slightest bit? Because he definitely did some work on Trey Young. We can't even deny that. We well, can't. That sure. was the most uncomfortable that he looked in in any game, really. Sure, but those numbers tell me that he's just like his ability to pass the ball is he creates is, points exactly. That's how the Sixers look at him. Yeah, he should be more than that though. Right there with you, like all three of us said it. He was a massive disappointment. He probably cost us the series. Well, no, I he mean, didn't. Probably team, he did. He did. I'm I'm throwing blame over at Doc Rivers too, and the rest of the team. Oh, sure, the I whole can, organization. But yeah, if Ben if Ben Simmons stepped it up, it's no no doubt we're winning the series. But I'm just saying that's that's pretty that's pretty interesting right there. The offensive rating was 30 points better with him on the floor, despite all the bullshit that everyone's talking about, and and rightfully so. I just saw that the other day. I was like, wow, that that really caught me off guard. Just pointing it out. Yeah. 
Well, fuck Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, I don't have <laughs> If he wants to sit out, then he can sit out. I don't care. Yeah. Just give me Damian Lillard and yeah. call I don't have anything really care. to say on it. I just, when I watch the game, I'm just like, yeah, no. Don't, I don't, I, I don't want to play with this. It's the same old song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could move on from that, though. Yeah, we let's, can. Let's, uh, well, shit, we got some sports card shit. Oh, oh my God. We got to touch on cards still. Phil, actually, why don't you why don't you hit that for me real quick? Pulls up three pointers. Bang! Bang! It's good. <laughs> Wins the game at the buzzer. I was saving that for later. I love that. That's but awesome. the first thing that jumped off on the page right here was we just talked about Trey Young. Trey Young, one of one Prism Choice Nebula, sold for 400k. Bang! That's fucking crazy. What are your thoughts? My thoughts is fucking crazy. Like, I, I mean, if you see Trey Young as a Hall of Fame caliber player, then it's worth it because, like, he can be compared to Luka because Luka is going to go for a million for a one of one. But um, I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't know if I really buy into Trey Young being that expensive. You know, I mean, do you see him as a Hall of Fame player? I mean, he's only been in the league three years. It's I know, hard, but tough. when you book, like, my thing is, no, if I look at 400k for no, I think a fucking car. I think that's insane. I you, can't believe that. You gotta, you gotta make sure like he's the one. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not there because the Hawks yeah. would have to win a, uh, a title, or he has to be like one of the best players in the league. Like, yeah. I'm talking top five, no yeah, debate. No, I don't even think he's. I mean, I don't even think he's close to top ten. Yeah, I, I thought that was crazy. Um, yeah, however, that is insane. However, and that's not a slight. Yeah, that is not a slight. I, I think he's. A, I'm right there with he's you. He's an too, awesome though, basketball I'm player. I'm right there with you. But again, scarcity matters. It was a one of one card, so it was only one of that card made. So I mean, that's where scarcity plays a factor, right? So that's how. I mean, that's the reason why it sold for 400k. Are there any comparable players or cards that you know off the top of your head that you would say? Hey, audience, go target these guys and try to find that rare card. This could be the next one. Well, he well, here's the thing. Obviously, so, that's difficult or everyone will be doing it. But I was just curious what your opinion is. Well, my opinion would be like, all right, so Trey Young's Ruby Wave Prism PSA 10 has a population of 231. Um, and it's going for about 850-ish, right? So if you believe in a guy like Michael Porter Jr., which I actually really like, he's he Me can too. shoot the lights out of the ball. I'm He's a great, 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 great player. And uh, his Ruby Wave Prism uh, PSA 10 has a population of 215. Um, and the last sale did 234. So, I mean, what? that's 4X, you know, compared to Trey Young. So if you believe in Michael Porter Jr., you could actually, you know, make some money off of him. I think he's going to have a good year this year. He's only getting better and better, and he can shoot. So, And people love shooters. So that's, I mean, that's my thing. Um Someone just commented. <laughs> Whoever purchased that was baked. I agree. I, no, I agree. Agreed. I mean, 400k is just wild to me. I mean, you know what I mean? Like the only other that's like a massive reach. That's the only other, like the first player I thought of where I was like, okay, is there a player that could maybe you know he was already ascended? I was going to say Ja Morant. I like I I, well, I think was, once yeah. once they make their playoff run at some point. Here's, here's uh, they another already guy got too. in, you know. Jamal Murray. I don't hate that either. Yeah, although but he doesn't have he doesn't have he doesn't much have market the value. Of a John yeah. Morant. He's he's a hell of a shooter though. The market doesn't really love Jamal Murray, believe it or not. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think that there's like that big of a gap between him and Trey Young. I I like, wouldn't disagree with you there. I I was just saying though, like John Morant to me is definitely better than Trey Young. Hell yeah, and it's not even really close for me. 
Well, um, yeah, I mean, Ja Morant, I mean, his base prism rookie PSA 10 is selling for about $233. But here's the, here's the kick. There's a population of 17,400 of them. So there's the scarcity aspect isn't there. So, so you're not going to get yeah, big money. exactly and also like i think that maybe some other really cool new card will be created once they do something interesting uh they they made the playoffs so yeah that was the start i think it's just the beginning yeah and, um, and, and uh how i'm getting my population reports i'm going to do a, a video on how to toggle through uh, psa's website to um to you know see the uh, population reports and how you look up cards and stuff like that so it will be really helpful with that you know that'd be dropping a couple weeks so that would be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so uh, moving on, this is an interesting observation. Matisse Thibel. Yep. Everyone saw what he did in the Olympics. Hopefully Doc Rivers too. Scoop him. Okay. You think he's a buy? I bought him. So right now, Matisse is going for about $50, correct? I actually got mine for 40 last night. $40. So you're telling the audience right now, he's a buy. A big buy or just a buy? He's a buy. What do you, what do you think his value is? Um, soon, like, do you think his value is going to shoot up before the season, or do you think it's going to take some time for it to play out before the season? Because I think she, I actually think he's going to start for the Sixers. I was going to uh, say the All Star break. Yeah, I would um, love to see him start. I, I mean, I, I can't remember if this is on the show, but I remember Mike and I possibly advocating for that. Yeah, he's ascending. Um, and I think that Doc Rivers absolutely underutilized him during the playoffs. Another criticism. He should have been starting. He plays excellent defense. I mean, if he could develop, you know, an offensive game, like which he look showed out for us. Him. Yeah, which he showed exactly. Us. In Olympics, he was shooting he was very great. high percentage. He was shooting like seventy-five percent. Yeah, exactly. But if he can and translate that to the season, then like, yeah, I think he's going to be uh, a buy. Uh, I, I got, like I said, I got mine for forty bucks. And also, especially when uh, if Ben Simmons is still on the team, the transition game is off the charts when the two of them are on the floor. The transition game, like. How many times have we seen Tease just steal the ball and dunk it or, you know, something like that? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me why he was only getting 15 minutes a game. Um, and, like, $40 isn't a gamble. You know what I mean? Like, like, he was arguably, besides Patty Mills, the most valuable player on Australia. And they they were a bronze medal team. Exactly. That is definitely some relevant news. Yeah. I mean, and then population report of him is only uh, 1,437 PSA 10. So, there is some scarcity aspect to it. You know what I mean? So, like, I think he's a buy at 40 bucks, 50 bucks. All right. So, you Absolutely. guys heard it. You yep. guys heard it from MP Sports. Scoop it. MP Sports, though. We got one more thing for you before we drop a couple announcements. Little Ooh. spicy announcements. Nick, blaster boxes, blaster mega boxes. boxes, hobby boxes. Okay. Everyone seems to be asking about this. Yep. Um, what are these boxes well, for newer right here, investors? This is a blaster box for the audience. Um, How do you obtain them, is, Nick? I obtain them from eBay. So if you go on eBay, you go to, you know, click accept offers. And right now they're going for about 60, 70 buck range. But I actually got mine for $50. Um, just, just throw offers out there. Somebody's going to take it. You know, you never know who's trying to, you know, move on on a product so they can take the money and put in something else. So I got mine for $50. I bought a mega box for a hundred on eBay. So we're actually going to be doing a video, uh, a box opening. That's going to be dropping Monday morning. There's the uh, announcement. The first one. Yeah. We're going to be doing a 2020 select, uh, blaster box and mega box opening, uh, dropping Monday. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I love opening boxes, but, uh, well, definitely. Yeah, I think so. the audience is going to appreciate seeing more of your deeper input in, in the card market. And, um, it's definitely much needed. 
Yeah. It, so definitely, you guys can expect a lot more of that. It's going to be coming your way, and Monday's the first one. Yeah, so so, so blaster boxes, there's six, there's six packs, four cards per pack. I'm not looking to get something crazy out of there, but you never know. I've, I have seen some videos where some people pull some crazy cards. All you got to do is pull one, right? Exactly, and you make you your money back. You pull one, and, and you, yeah, yeah 10x and, possibly. It depends, right? Absolutely. So, And then uh, mega boxes, there's 10 packs, four cards per pack. There's a higher chance of getting serial number cards. Again, scarcity aspect, like numbers out of 75, out of 50, cards like that. Um, I'm hoping to hit the big rookies. Obviously, Herbert, Burrow, and Tua. Um, well, Tua. Yeah, you can throw that away. Yeah. <laughs> well, he'd be a sell. Uh, and hobby boxes, you, you know, you normally get two autographs, uh, serial number cards inside the box. There's several of them. Um, I mean, these definitely are way more expensive. They, you know, they range about a thousand bucks per box. Um, so, I mean, but you get a higher chance of getting a better cards. So, um, yeah, we're going to be doing some, uh, some fun rips for you guys. So stay tuned on that. I can't wait to see the results of this for oh, real. I'm pumped. I can't wait. I want to open it right now. I already told you my brother. <laughs> I don't have like the willpower this. to not do that. My, my brother bought this giant lot of cards that he's still going through. It's so exciting. And he's definitely going to profit off of oh, yeah, the investment. Absolutely. But we'll get to that another time. And the other announcement, Nick, don't yeah. forget this. Go yeah. Ahead. So next, next week, August 20th to the 22nd and August 27th to the 29th, which is a Friday and a Sunday. Um, there is a Wildwood sports card show at the convention center. Um, it starts on Friday, 3 PM to 9 PM Saturday is 10 AM to 9 PM and Sunday is 10 AM to 5 PM. I will actually be down there, uh, shooting some content for you guys. Um, just like we did on the last one, hopefully to make some deals this time. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that as well. And everyone, everyone really enjoyed that video. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even think you went that in depth. No, it's going to be fun. I think fun. that you got a lot more that that's hopefully, yeah, if you buy and sell some cards, that would be amazing. Yeah, but now it I have a temperature check. It all depends on what's check. there. Yeah. And yeah, you already know what to expect. I know what to expect, there. so I'm, I'm prepared. And I mean, your takeaway from the previous one, just, just by testing the market, yeah. you knew the value of the cards and you went and sold them on eBay a day later for way more. Absolutely. Which was genius. Yeah. That, that is right here. Yeah. Big time thinking. Phil, sound the alarm! Because we already used Bang Bang, that was going to be our quick hitter thing. You know what, Phil? Fuck it. Hit it right now. Do it. Play with Bang? Yep. Hit that shit. Pulls up. Three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good! <laughs> Wins the game at the buzzer! <laughs> Appreciate you, Marv. Quick hitters, guys. And we really are going to go quick here. We're a little over time. So, this is going to be like almost newsy here. I'm going to drop some news for you. Your Philadelphia Phillies. We saw this coming. We said it here on P&I prior to a loss. Uh, first, first game against the Dodgers, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. They took over the NL East lead, though. They had an eight-game win streak going, eight of nine now. Um, they swept the Nats and the Mets back-to-back. And Bryce Harper is garnering MVP attention like he should. And Zach Wheeler is garnering Cy Young attention like he should. And he actually might be a dark horse MVP. I'll tell you why real quick. Zach Wheeler. Jacob DeGrom still out, number one. Number two, second in the MLB in war. He's the second most valuable player in baseball right now. First in the National League. So he's going to possibly get votes, okay? I already mentioned some Bryce Harper stats to you guys. 
You guys remember this. Um, many knock him for not having enough RBIs. For those people, Harper has only experienced runners in scoring position in just 19.2% of his at-bats. With runners in scoring position, though, he's hitting 322 with an OPS hovering around 922 RBIs, over half his RBI total. He's hitting when runners get on in front of him. So knock that shit off. Tom, shut the don't fuck make up. Me, don't make me go on another rant. Tom, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> there you go. Bullshit. <laughs> you guys believe in the Phillies, though? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're they sticking, had the easiest schedule. Pick. At, We're winning it. Out of the Mets and the Braves, they had the easiest schedule remaining. And there they're hot. Um, they're playing the Dodgers right now. They're a tough team. Uh, and then after that, they play the Reds, who are also a pretty good team. But then after that, they play the Brewers later down the road. But after that, I mean, like, they're, they have an easy schedule. They play the Pirates four games. Hopefully, they should sweep them because <laughs> they have nobody on that team. I hope they pull it off. I'm going to throw this out there. Preseason, I threw money on Bryce Harper winning MVP, Zach Wheeler winning Cy Young, and the Phillies winning division. No shit. I almost cashed out. And then I'm like, oh, well, this is interesting. Because I just saw someone else noted uh, one of our friends had a futures bet back in July that they'd win win the East. And I just want to say, I had it in fucking preseason. I got crazy odds. I think I had Bryce Harper at plus 1,600. Wow. I just thought he was going to have a huge year. Yeah. And I love what I saw from Wheeler last year. Did you know that Bryce Harper's uh, MVP odds was plus 4,000 August 1st? There you go. And then and then it went down to it's like plus, plus 400. Two, it's plus 275. Wow. Just so you know. I checked it today. That's crazy, dude. That's Next up, though. Oh, and, and Wheeler is at, like, plus 187 for Cy Young. Wow. It's insane. Who'll win that? But moving on to another Philadelphia team, the Flyers have re-signed Carter Hart. This is a big thing here we needed to see. Average value of about almost 4 mil. It's just under that. Total of 11.9 mil. Do you guys think he's going to have a bounce back this year? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, their defense got way better, so, yeah. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I think he's just young and it was growing pains. Trust the talent. Trust the defense upgrades. Yeah. I Stick think with a, your guy. I think he's still Shit a top happens. five goalie in the league. No doubt top ten. The talent is right there. Love it. Um, maybe they'll have some more cap room after the Sanheim signing and they can do something else. We'll see. Stay tuned. Um, the Hall of Fame ceremony was over the weekend. You guys want to shout anybody out real quick? My yeah. guy, Peyton Manning, man. His speech, was, his speech was awesome, Fucking dude. Awesome. I love Peyton Manning. Bro. I was watching that, and I was just, like, thinking of all the times. A lot of heartbreak. But I was thinking of, like, all the times I just watched them in the playoffs and all those games where they come back and stuff. It was awesome, man. I really did enjoy that speech. Yeah, I know. I'm with Mike on that. I enjoyed his, John Lynch's, Calvin Johnson's. Uh, yeah, no, it was great. The only knock I have with the Hall of Fame is that the six-minute speech. Like, how the fuck is Peyton Manning going to talk about his career in six minutes? It's impossible. He was, like, talking extremely fast. I thought I had fast forward on. Yeah, he was talking quick. So, like, I feel like, dude. It's, He's it's, got the charisma, though, you know? He was he, he was throwing out. Uh, he threw shade towards Ray Lewis, which is great. And Brady. And Brady. I mean, he's And Brady hilarious. got booed. <laughs> Brady got booed. Yeah, that was insane. Um, I love Peyton. I'm a huge Calvin Johnson fan. But I have to shout out Harold Carmichael. Nick, you should be saying Oh, this yeah, too. that's my guy. Okay. Nick and I, everyone knows this by now, probably. We used to work with the Eagles. Harold was the best guy. Probably my favorite person in the building. Nicest guy ever. The nicest. He deserves it. He changed the game. Everyone seems to forget that. He was a six foot eight wide receiver. He changed the game. 
He was he, the best wide receiver in the Eagles history. He was literally a game changer, not just for the Eagles. So, I mean, shout out to Harold Carmichael. Yeah, absolutely. Shout him out. One of the best guys, man. I'm so happy for him. But now we got to go into soccer. Lionel Messi. I want you guys to realize wow. how massive this was. This was crazy. Moving on after 17 seasons at Barcelona, he just signed a two-year deal with PSG. I have to put this into perspective because I don't think you guys realize this was just go going off everywhere. This is international news. This may be the best player ever, okay? <clears throat> they had like a loose agreement on a five-year deal in July, so this is kind of a surprise. That was the first part. So the surprise factor was like, holy shit. 778 games at the club. Let me tell you guys what he did. And that's a club record, by the way. 672 goals. Most in club history. Most assists in club history. 35 club titles. Most by a player with any club in the history of the game. 10 La Liga titles. Four Champions League titles. Um, six Ballon d'Or winner. Six times. Most by any player. First to win it four times in a row. Wow. Six-time European Golden Boot winner. I'm going to quickly ask you, is he the GOAT, guys? It's, I, it's I tough. think he's got to be the GOAT. Yeah, guy. I mean, he's definitely... Ronaldo's right up there, but... I, I'm, I'm a Ronaldo guy. But Messi I, I put him in the conversation. Um, I mean, he made Barcelona one of the most successful soccer teams in the history of the sport. That is one of yeah. the best athletes of all time Oh, right absolutely. There, what I just read off to you, and he still can play. Look out, PSG's stacked. Unbelievable. It was crazy news. Okay. Real quick, though, we're going to close it out after the Olympic talk because the Olympics are now over. All right. Olympic women's soccer only won a bronze, which was surprising. Was it a disappointment? Yeah. It's it's gold or nothing. I mean, I think it was a disappointment, too, but I'm going to give a quick shout out. Fuck a bronze. The whole purpose of this. The whole purpose of me even mentioning <laughs> Fuck a that. Bronze. The whole purpose was because I wanted to shout out Carly Lloyd, New Jersey's finest. She's still playing well over 40 years old. Uh, I think she's well over 40. I could be wrong. But she just passed Abby Wambach for most goals in Olympic history with wow. 10. Um, so that's interesting. She's, she's on one the, of our own. South she's Jersey. on the TB12 diet. South Jersey's finest. She was kicking field goals for the, Eagle la uh, the Eagles last year. You guys saw that, or two years ago, oh, whatever. Yeah, you yeah, saw those yeah. clips. She can, she can play. Um, U.S. men's basketball. We shit on them quite a bit. They showed up. They won four, their fourth straight gold medal. They beat France after Katie put up 29. Sorry, Pauls. I'm going to have to throw this out there. But <laughs> the what? I never shit on Listen, them. Go back and check the tapes. <laughs> KD became the only player in U.S. men's basketball history to average 20 points per game in a single Olympics, and he's one of two players ever, besides Melo, to win three Olympic golds. Is he the best Olympic basketball player ever? That's my question. Absolutely. I, I mean, agree. The stats are, are, are there. I agree. You know I, mean? I mean, you could say LeBron. Paul's question whether he could lead them to the gold. That was what how he framed it. Well, he Not that he could play. Yeah, he questioned his leadership. That's all. Well, he pulled through. He proved me wrong. Great job. He did. I don't think he's the best Olympic ever, and I'm not saying that's a slight, but he does what he always does. He's an unstoppable scorer. There's a reason he's the all-time leader in the Olympics for scoring. That's what he does. He's the best scorer ever. But honestly, they should win the gold. So, Oh, yeah. Thank God. That goes without saying, honestly. Yeah. But the last comment for the show, USA, 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 okay? USA. Guys, they were behind in the gold medal race. They were leading all along with total overall medals. They make a late push, 
and they finished with the most golds. They have one more than China. They finished one ahead of China. That's the definition of clutch. USA! USA! <laughs> That's how I we're ending that. the show. All right. Thanks for, for hanging with us, guys. And also, I'm going to pass it to you in a second, Nick. But you can expect we're going to have shorter shows going forward. We're going to have a shit ton of football content, fantasy, divisional previews. Okay. Get ready for it. Probably going to be two shows per week. Um, actually, not probably. It's definitely happening. Facts. So we're having two shows per week. Moving forward. You'll see more. We'll announce this formally, um, but I wanted to throw it out there for everyone who's still sticking around. Nick, take it away. Guys, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We enjoyed the comments. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to be doing a live stream moving forward uh, as well. Um, also, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Also, give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and we'll see you guys next week at P&I.